Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast of great ideas you'll never do that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and this is all my fault, and trans rights. I'm Besha, defund the police. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually, right? If we say it enough, it's going to happen. I Fingers think. crossed. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. They keep coming up with like, well, we defunded. I mean, yes, we pulled police out of Oakland schools, but that just means that we're putting real police in them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, I. Uh, you can't see the 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 rueful expression <laughs> on my face as I as I laugh, which I. Oh God! Through gritted teeth, it's more of a rictus, really. Yeah. Yes, yes. One one might say. I uh, I know that this is unusual, but I feel like we should do something a little bit out of the ordinary and bring our guest in immediately. Yes. I think we should do it, listeners. Please welcome back for her third appearance on this show, the excellent Jenna. 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 Hello. My social justice comment is don't eat at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> That's legit. Uh, yes. I, I mean, uh, I will note that this is not a problem that I currently have in the Bay. Do Is there one in the Bay Area even? Like, did they no, stay yeah. out of here on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the shaking I, fists. <laughs> speaking of ideas... I saw a great one on Twitter that was like, will some gay please just work for Chick-fil-A, steal their recipe, and open a competing gay Chick-fil-A? Do you know what? My roommate and I were just talking about that today. I was just like, we could make good chicken. We could make good ethical chicken. And make bank. (laughs) Yes. Which is convenient for me personally, because I always want to cut. Yes. Yeah. And for me, because I want chicken on the go. (laughs) Doesn't everyone? Ethical chicken on the go. Yeah, and I don't want it to taste like hate. So (laughs) that's like one of their, that's actually their special sauce during Gay Pride Month is like hate sauce. (laughs) That's at Chick fil A. Only the ones like in the middle of the country. Oh, fuck. I mean, uh, I, I can see the possibilities in my mind now. Like you could just you could call it something like Rainbow Chicken, and it, like the <laughs> yeah. you could you could hire somebody to do a really good job on the logo and just design the shit out of it from like top to bottom, end to end, and it's it's beautiful in my mind. I think it's I, great. I feel like we should simplify it and just call it Chick Fil Gay, and like really <laughs> just oh, like really drive home the point that like we. Support Stalkers. everyone except for hate groups. It it doesn't seem. This is the part where I always get I, people always try like seem to get tripped up. Where it's sort of like I, yes, absolutely. Like it seems pretty easy to identify hatred, right? Like, and then not do it, and also <laughs> point to the people who are doing it and be like, "Fucking quit it." <laughs> like, I I don't understand these slippery slope arguments that I get into when you know, like, uh, um, you know, uh, mm, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just gonna. Do, 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 do. We, maybe we should let listeners know what it is they've stumbled into before we, uh, before we get going. The best darn before... chicken restaurant this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> 
If this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, welcome. Welcome. Here's what's going on. This is a show where my friends go through all the dumb, weird, or possibly amazing ideas I've had over the last decade, because I wrote them down, something I highly encourage everyone listening to do, and which we will get to in just a second, because in the meantime, if you hear one of mine you like, it's yours to run with. I just want credit. I want to cut. But here's the thing, which is that in the process of having you know done this podcast for a while, we've started to run into friends of ours who've been keeping idea files, and Jenna is one of them. Heck and yeah. her idea file is incredible. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. Yes. I just like to give the people what they want. <laughs> it, yes. Uh, no, that's definitely what's... So, so what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. We're going to go through three of my ideas... And we're also going to go through three of Jenna's ideas. And we're going to sort of, like, alternate. And we're going to see what happens. Because hopefully, somebody will decide to pick up one of these ideas, if not all of them, simultaneously, and just just go and create an empire that we can take some of the credit for. And some of the cuts for. Yes, that, that yeah, also. That's right. a pretty important It's a non-trivial enough. For me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say right now, like, if someone takes my idea, I want at least, at least 30%. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you know, we've never, we've never discussed the size of the cut required. But, and that's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, that's fair. That, that, does, that does seem like an oversight. Yeah. Jenna, I think we should start with one of yours. Okay. And then we'll, we'll begin the alternating that way. Yes. Go for it. Yes, good. I'm ready. Excellent. All right. Here, here's, <laughs> I, I have to know what COVID color spray is. Oh my god. Okay. So this actually came to me this week. So my friend is having symptoms, and I did happen to see her uh, socially distantly, but uh, you know, still been in the stress zone. Um, she got a test, but it's taking a long time. So I, uh, I was just kind of talking about it to her, and I was like, I don't understand why we can't just have, like, a spray that turns a certain color when it detects COVID, and then I could just cough on a napkin and spray the stupid <laughs> napkin, and then I would know. Like, why do you have to swab my damn nose? Like, we have nail polish that can tell rape drugs. Why can't we have COVID spray? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It is a good point, right? Because, yeah. like, if, I mean, we all know that it is transmitted through respiratory droplets. Like, yes. There should be a way for, yeah. Hmm. Spray my drops, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying is, like, you could mass produce this spray, send it to everyone, have them cough before they leave the house, spray it, and then, like, wow. We would know instantaneously and be like, maybe I should just stay home. Maybe I shouldn't send my kids to school. And if you're sending your kids to school, I'm not going to say it, but you know. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I do, I do think that this is being worked on because I, I feel like I, I heard rumblings about like a, like a, a like a, almost a litmus test where you would just like dip a piece of paper into a, into a liquid. What, I mean, and whether that was like you had licked the paper, I don't, I don't actually know. The literal litmus test. 
Yeah, but but somebody was working on it, and it does make sense, right? There was a a doctor, I want to say maybe a Harvard scientist or something, who made the case that like instead of having like super precise COVID tests that take a week to come back mm-hmm. and are expensive and uh, create a giant backlog, what we should have is a vast array of kind of shitty COVID tests mm-hmm. that are that that are easy, and you know they might return some false positives, but. On the other hand, like if there was like a bunch of them, you could just keep doing the test. Right, and, right. Yeah. This is this is vaguely like how I was told they um do STD testing for uh military recruits. Hmm. Which oh. is that they basically just pour all of the pee in a vat and test it. Oh. <laughs> and you know, if you, like rather than running uh like 150 individual tests you run like 15 tests (laughs) and if you get a positive you treat 10 people because it's chlamydia is pretty low barrier it's easy to treat the treatment is not that difficult to tolerate for people sure Um, so like it's not a big deal to just give 10 people antibiotics because one of them has this disease okay that's not exactly the same thing as running a bunch of shitty tests but it is that kind of like just it's it's easier to hit that broad target like yeah. Just 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 throw a bunch of things at it. Right. Or like honestly, just install breathalyzers on everyone's front door. You know, like in West Virginia, if you had a DUI, you have to blow into a breathalyzer before your car will start. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, how about your door doesn't unlock if you have COVID? <laughs> you have to stay home. <laughs> Sorry. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And fully, fully approved. <laughs> it, it would work right up until the point where people started climbing out their windows. Yeah, you need to, you need to yeah you need to install some kind of Rick and Morty esque um, system <laughs> of blast shields that goes over every every part of your 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 house, which again you know uh, not necessarily not in favor of just kind of from an implementation standpoint it seems difficult. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just I'm trying to be solution focused. Is all. <laughs> Fair. Because I would like to leave Legit. my apartment at some point. Wouldn't we all? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Jenna, what's what's the first thing on my oh, list right. that you found? Let's get it going here. So it is a question, and it is, is there a pattern to the places where TV hotness as a concept does slash doesn't in here? <gasps> okay. I, I really do want to know the answer to this. If you look at, for instance, the slate of offerings from the BBC, it becomes obvious that the Brits don't seem to give a shit about their actors being super, super hot the way that we seem to here in America, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. What if... I mean, like, but like, what does the TV look like in other countries? Like, is French TV hot? Uh, what about like Polish TV or in, you know, like, I don't know, Nigeria or South Korea, right? Or like, I would have then, then like, um, okay, sorry, getting off track. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, but so like, it is, can you take a look at which countries care about whether or not their TV stars are hot? And if you, if you have that large data set, does it tell you anything? Like, is it grouped by geographic region or by like which countries were colonized by which empire or like yeah like tea 
like the like the word for tea, whether you got it by land or by sea, it's either chai or tea. Yeah, which is insane. So you, you've you've got a you got a tra- it, there's there's a map of it that I saw on the internet, and there you can just get a you get a little epidemiological map of hotness in television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, assu- right. I'm assuming that the two sources are, in fact, the UK and the US. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, that's yeah. what I think of most to compare the TV question is like Britain, they, I mean, of course, like they have attractive people on TV, but I would say mm-hmm. they're more talent forward. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, it's like you could be. Uh, not the best actress or actor. <laughs> and, like, you're going to get those roles if you're a size two. And that's a uh, long tradition. Yeah, I think we, I think there are areas, like, I think that Netflix-produced movies do a good job of kind of staying, like, a little bit more away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, maybe it's more that, like, not Hollywood Maybe it's a Hollywood versus, like, I don't know. Here's the thing. The thing that that, that got me off track was that, like, we – the other thing is that you have to do it by by a native population ranking, right? Like, like there might be people that, you know, that the Koreans consider hot that Americans wouldn't, right? Mm -hmm. But so it's sort of like, (laughs) do the – like, are the Korean TV stars hot by Korean standards and and yada, yada? Yeah. Um, But what got me off track suddenly was this notion of, like, do the Brits think that their TV stars are super hot? Are super hot. Like, I don't know. It's never occurred to me to actually ask a British person. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess your next guest is going to have to be British, because we need answers. I I hope to get some follow-up on this. Um, We'll we'll stay tuned. There is apparently a subreddit, Ask a Brit. Yeah, I think that I could... <clears throat> like, I don't think that I could be on a dating show here in America, but I definitely think I could be in one, like, yeah. I could be on Love Island UK, for sure. But I don't <laughs> think I could be on Love Island US. You are selling yourself short, but I, uh, you know, I I am but one person. Well, th- <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, I, but I wouldn't want to be on US anyway, because the men here right. are, like, super vapid, you know. Ooh, this actually is the perfect segue into Ooh. the next Jenna idea. Ooh, vapid men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like to know about meal kit for one, but also local singles tracker. Okay. Is what, is what <laughs> okay, so I am moving in like a couple weeks and I'm trying to eat my way through my freezer and my cabinets and all this stuff and... Like, this meal kit thing called Green Chef sent me, like, a really good promotion. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can supplement. You know, it's like I don't have to go to the store for the next couple weeks, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't give you for, like, one. You can't order a meal kit for one. Mm -hmm. Not from them. I'm sure that there's, like, you know, smoothie bowls you could order. But, like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Which... Okay, it's very good, and then I just have it, like, two nights in a row. But I was like, man, like, I wish there was, like, a meal kit for one. But then I was like, yeah, but what if, like, all these people who are ordering this meal kit for one, like, they obviously know 
Like, so you could combine it with, like, a dating app, basically. <laughs> so you go on and you, some like, you do your, like, mileage preference, right? And then, like, you get to see, like, you have to opt in, obviously. You can just get your stupid meal and forget the dating. But, like, you can opt into this. And then, as, like, a cute date idea, you guys could, you know virtually make your dinner together since this is COVID dating you know (laughs) you could virtually make the same meal together and then eat it together uh like over Skype that does sound Uh, pretty cute yeah yeah it it really does I've got I've got to like kind of iron out the details though because like I don't know I couldn't just randomly get like a picture of someone in my box and be okay with someone else getting a picture of me in their box because that was what I thought of at first and I was like I don't want my picture being mailed to people like what are you saying you're like irate over an idea you yeah but then I think but you put your pictures on the internet yeah Exactly. So why does it upset you that it's in someone's home? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of work to do on this idea. Or someone could do it for me, Green Chef. <laughs> does, I mean, does, does Green Chef have like a sign-up, you know, like some kind of web-facing form, right? Um, yeah. Where you had to like put in your information and yada yada. Maybe you upload a picture to that, right? And yes. then Green Chef has an accompanying app where like you get your box and like you have to maybe scan the box to indicate that you received it, right? And then so Green Chef knows you got your box. Ooh. And so Green Chef knows who within your town has received their boxes. And it also knows who within your town is getting which meal, right? So maybe when you scan your box, a green, the Green Chef app tells you, hey, Jenna, there's five other dudes who are also having the, the uh, chicken parmesan. And then here's, the, here's what all five of them look like, and here's their little profile thing. Do you want to say hi to any of them? Yeah, see, I like that. I like the, the idea that, like, you know, it's near me, they're ordering for one. I don't know. The, it's, it could have, like, a really cute name, like dinner dates or something i don't know we you know it's we'll have dinner. to workshop the name a little but i i think that it, it could be done it sounds adorable yeah like how <laughs> cute would that be like oh i met on an app bumble no <laughs> no that's so <laughs> that's so 2000 teens we're in the 20s now <laughs> stupid plus plus the thing is also that it self-selects for people who already have a little bit of cooking talent yeah yeah or at least i mean, i'll be honest try. I have a lot of cooking talent, but I'm very lazy right now. Hence the the green yeah. chef. It's so easy. So, but but still, you know, like it still requires a, a cooking of some kind. And mm-hmm. there are many. I mean, there are a lot of dudes who uh, don't really even approach that baseline. So you're yeah, already kind of. I've heard. You know, there's already a bit of a of a of a jump up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys own pans. Okay, good. That's a plus. <laughs> I can see your house in this and look, yeah. you don't have just like a giant black leather sofa and a single glass and chrome coffee table. That's oh something. On <laughs> it, I won't date a man if he doesn't have like a headboard. Yeah. Hmm. This is good to know. You know what? That's going to feed into the next gen idea I want to talk about, but we should move on to mine first. Okay, yes, we're going to go back to yours now. Wow, we are we are very much on a dating spree right now. So uh, this one is in the dating category. It is first date idea. 
Uh, that's in the notes. And then it says, China Bazaar at Sacramento Grant. What? Ooh, ooh, ooh. The China Bazaar, yes. I always thought that it would be a, a fun idea to take somebody there on the first date just because it, it's one of those like stores that just has all kinds of – like it's one of those Chinatown stores specifically that has all kinds of random crap in it that wouldn't ah. look completely out of place in like a Blade Runner movie, right? I just think it would be – it would just be – I don't know. Something about that seemed fun to me. Uh, who knows if it's still there in, <laughs> in these unprecedented times? And also, right. like, there would be no way to go and do that anyway. But, <laughs> you know, assuming that it has survived the the the, the small business apocalypse, uh, I don't know. I, I think and it, it might still be cute. Yeah. That was all. What if you yeah. also got, like, a bud- each of you had a budget and you, like, had to buy things for the rest of the evening and then come back together and, like... <laughs> somehow incorporate them into the rest of your night. You're a genius. <laughs> Thank you. That's fucking great. God damn it. Now I definitely need somebody to do this. <laughs> well, you'll be waiting a while, but... That's <laughs> true, I will. <laughs> you guys, hold on to that idea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When you, when you finally one... get a date next year, you'll be like, I know the place. Yes, put that one in your back pocket. That <laughs> Stick it in your so back good. pocket. <laughs> Amazing! Oh my god! Amazing! Okay, here's here's the question: Should we should we continue the 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 sort of the dating through line here, or should we move to a different? I mean, here's I the... think we should go to a different category. Okay, very. I good. think we very should good. shake I, it up a little bit. In that case, I would love to hear about uh, all it says in here is cocktail slash book wheel. Okay. Yes. So, um... <laughs> cake or. <laughs> Uh, so I like wine as one does. And, you know, mm-hmm. they have like a wine wheel that gives you like flavor profiles. Then it tells you what kind of cheese to pair it with or like what kind of meals to pair it with. Like, you know, cab franc's going to go well with like a spicy pasta or, you know, like whatever. But I want a wheel that matches a cocktail to a book or an author or a genre like am i gonna sit down and read confessions of a shopaholic i'm definitely gonna have a lemon drop am i gonna (laughs) read edgar Allan poe i'm gonna have a dark and stormy you know i don't cast away i'm gonna have a pina colada i don't know tell me you tell me what i'm supposed to drink (laughs) (laughs) i I think that's also as brilliant. The, yeah. The, the problem that, that, that I'm experiencing, though, is that, like, what if you run into the things that tend to sort of blend genres? Mm-hmm. Uh, then, are, like, are you, like, what, you know, if it's like a science fiction horror, for instance, right? Like, you're, this, in your mind, would this also be free to extend to comic books? Sure. Because there's, uh, there's a really great science fiction horror book that I, I just picked up called Outer Darkness. That's great. Ooh, but that's where I, don't I live know. right now. Oh, it, <laughs> 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 it's quite good. But yeah, like what do I – ooh, yeah, hmm. I, <laughs> it's appropriate that we're that we're discussing this because today is August fourth. It um, is. In this, the and my pre-order came through. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the second book of the Locked Tomb trilogy came out today, which everybody likes to like sell the first book in the trilogy, which is Gideon the Ninth, as lesbian necromancers in space, oh, nice. sword fighting. Which, 
lesbian necromancers. Yes, which is not entirely accurate in that they don't really spend a lot of time in space. Like it's true. Ninety nine percent of the brief. book takes place on the surface of a planet. So like, um, but so the second book came out today, and yeah, I would love to have a wheel of some kind that would tell me like, here's what would really go best with it. Because I have an idea, but I don't know if my idea is truly the best idea. Yeah, see, I'll and let you when, know what I think when I've read it. Yes, please mm. do. I'll start compiling the wheel. I just I read <laughs> so much, and I think wow. You know what would pair perfectly with this is something that I didn't have to think of, but I wanted yeah. to drink it. <laughs> Lack of effort pairs really well with a lot of yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. But then you could, if you had a book club, you could have these cocktails at your book club. Hey. That is true. That is true. I, I, I mean, to my version, I'm just going to put this out there because... My version, I think, of, of the of the cocktail that accompanies the Locked Tomb trilogy is a bottle of very cheap bourbon that's had four ounces of root beer barrels dissolved <laughs> into it because mm-hmm. it turns the liquid jet black and it's delicious. Yeah, okay, see? Yeah. I mean, but I don't know if that's the correct, you know what I mean? Like it might, it no, could that's also correct. be like a dark red wine, like who knows? But it's, I yeah, who knows? Exactly. We want someone who knows. So mixologists and bibliophiles unite. It would be it would be super fun actually if there was a, like a web form somewhere that that um, different you know that you could just submit for however many different like d- drinks for different authors or genres or specific books or whatever and there would be a, a, a system that compiles them all and if it finds that there's like more than three people recommend mm-hmm. a specific drink for a specific mm. thing it becomes canonical perfect yeah and okay. that's the, that's yeah that's what goes onto the wheel you know what I mean like. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Excellent. It's a, it's at least slightly data driven. You know what I mean? Like I don't want it to be completely based on the whims of some guy with a with one of those mustaches that requires waxing. Oh, and he puts like a an orange spiral on everything. <laughs> Just give me my drink. <laughs> give me my drink. Could have had this five minutes ago. <laughs> Jenna, what's what's the next John idea? Okay, it is going to be a product, and it Ooh. is the F-hole bat signal. <laughs> okay. F-hole I... is never not a funny phrase, first of all. I'm just going to yeah, I that I, Honestly, I picked it because I'm just so curious about the F-hole. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. Is there anything in the notes for this one? <laughs> no. God, Give it up. I didn't think there would be. I just, I, Okay. <laughs> Here's because here's what it is. This is literally the truth. I pictured something that was like the bat signal, right? Like, but instead of shining the symbol of a bat into the sky, it mm-hmm. shone. It, it it would shine like the the literal f hole from a stringed instrument, like a violin or a cello. Right. Yeah. So not <laughs> what the... I was thinking at all. Yeah. <laughs> here's the problem. I don't know what that would be useful for. <laughs> Like uh, summoning uh, cellists. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. Like string like the, quartet the assemble. 
Yeah, the commissioner runs to the roof and ch- and turns the like flips the giant switch that turns the signal on, and then like four string musicians just kind of like emerge from the shadows carrying their instrument cases and just sit down and 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 start busting out some Beethoven. Like I don't I don't understand. I don't know what it's supposed to be for, but I still <laughs> like the image. You know, it's not as scandalous as I, as I had hoped. <laughs> Uh, at all uh honestly especially because i just read an article which basically said that quarantine has made the glory hole popular (laughs) and i was like well okay like it wasn't popular before (laughs) (laughs) it it still doesn't solve the essential problem does it i mean no it does surely it, wait. Yeah. Well, depends on who you are. Can you not transmit the Rona through fluids? Mm-mm. It's respiratory, man. It's respiratory. Whoa. Spray would not apply. <laughs> I mean, Color spray. Yeah, exactly. Not applicable. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I whilst I would love to have a string quartet emerge, what if you were just having like a wedding emergency? Like, we got to get married right now. Light up the f hole. <laughs> we need like, someone to play Paco Bell's Cannon stat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You yes, have that's to say what they fire do. up the f hole though when you turn it on. That that <laughs> phrase must be said. Fair. Fair. <laughs> it's the only way I Let accept. Let it be so. <laughs> <laughs> Did we run through three? I mean, because I three think we've run through three of mine. Uh, we started three with mine, so yeah. Yes, we've run through three um, of yours, yeah. Incredible. All right, I'm going to introduce the next segment. Do, 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 do. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Now, I know this is something we've been doing all episode, but there are still lines so in the spreadsheet. Many. <laughs> I, Jenna, can we do another one of yours? Yeah, of course we can. Uh, and here's the, here's the problem is that it, it does take us back to the dating well, but it's such a good well. Okay. And I, I am desperate to know what this one means. Okay. What, I need to know what dating app for cops is. Okay. Um, so dating app for cops was uh, an idea that I came up with. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, my boyfriend at the time, his um, brother is a cop, and the woman he's now married to, um, but they were just engaged at the time, uh, was training to be a cop. And I just kind of was like, you know, must be kind of hard to date, like, as a cop, because, well, like, especially now, everyone hates you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a very, like, cop culture. You know, they have weird hours, and, like, I, I don't know. So I just thought that we should have a dating app just for cops, and I am going to call it Cuffing Season. <laughs> Jenna, oh my god. <laughs> I wish you guys um, could see how stupid the smile on my face is. Right like, it's so, like, I'm so jazzed and pleased with myself. 
<laughs> and I deserve and, uh, to be. I think that you do. A, a fun thing that I have learned from occasionally delving into cop Twitter yeah. is that there is a term for ladies who are exclusively interested in cops, and those are badge bunnies. <gasps> yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, but I think it's hilarious. I, I, I yeah. do enjoy the utility of this too, in that it means that like it takes cop fans out of the out of the pool <laughs> and God, puts yes. them in a different pool where they can just swim with the cops, right? Yeah. It's like we don't need like and like uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is it's this like very specific, like almost lifestyle. Like this girl I know from high school, she's married to a cop and she literally wears like a little badge necklace. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but you're not <laughs> No. And like all, but also you've been to prison, so it's double confusing for me. That yeah, no, that would that does seem extra strange. Yeah, incredible. But uh, well, that that I mean, I think you got a winner on your hands. We just need to find you a web dev team. Yeah, I want fifty percent for that one. Na- for oh yeah, the name exclusively. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's worth it. And now it's time to let everyone know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is easy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all of that stuff at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter, not cop Twitter, as Besha, B-E-S-H-A. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Instagram as Jenna Twist, and you can find me on Twitter. I'm getting better at Twitter, so I don't mind saying it. But my handle is at rock bottom yet. And you know what? I think we're there. Yeah, we I think we're it's, there. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good, and you should be proud of it. Thank you. I think that quarantine has made me much funnier. <laughs> it's like a survival mechanism, you know? Quarantine has made me just feral. <laughs> if I had the energy, I'd probably be that way, too. <laughs> too tired to be feral. <laughs> I feel like I'm some combination of both. (laughs) Depends on the day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five thingy rating, whatever podcatcher you're using to listen. And if you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review. It would help us out a lot. If you've done that already, tell a friend about us the next time someone asks you what you've been listening to. Thanks. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want a cut. Do-do. Do-do.